welcome to episode 39. All right, we are recording. So, uh, riding shotgun with uh, Norm and Jim, episode 39, the Super Bowl special. How you doing, Jim? I'm doing good. A little snowy, but I'm fine. Yeah, we're going to have to do this via snow. All right, man, see if you can crack that up near your phone. Ah, there we go. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Same to you. Yeah, man. It's, um, my God. It was like I went down to work out. I came up and it was like there was two inches of snow like that quick. You know? Oh, I know. I left for the gym like real early, like 730. And it wasn't sticking in the street. By the time I came back from the gym like an hour later, it was nasty. Yeah, it's pretty nasty. It was like, did you see the size of those snowflakes? Yes. It was like a snowball fight. Oh, did you? Yeah, I just want to stay ahead of it. That's good. I mean, I I was in here trying to prep, get this thing done, but I, I thought about doing the same. But as soon as this is done, I'm going out there and uh, I'm going to get it done. It looks like it's, I, it feels kind of heavy. It's like heavy wet. No, it's actually not. It's oh, like, good. It's kind of hot. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool. So, uh, episode 37, the great 39s. So, uh, you can start us off since it's oh, Super yeah, Bowl. I mean, it, we got some few obvious 39s, but I'm going to pull one out of a hat that's going to surprise. All right. You ready? Al Hrabrowski. Oh, my God. He was one of my favorites. St. Louis Cardinals. That's right. What, what, didn't he have a nickname, the Madman or some shit like that? The, the Mad Hungarian. The Mad Hungarian. Al Hrabrowski. Remember, he'd get behind the mound, get a side Punch his glove and stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there was a catcher for... Uh, the Cardinals at that time. I forget. He had, like, glasses. Do you remember? Porter? Yes, that's it. Porter. So my dad and I are walking into the game. My dad and I used to always buy 700 tickets, center level tickets at the vet. And the uh, Cardinals are playing that night. And um, the Phillies are playing the Cardinals. And his frat brothers, the Porter, the catcher, or whoever it was. I think it was Porter. No, there was another one. Uh, Ted Simmons? That's it. It was either Simmons or Porter, one of the two, because Porter played with the, the Royals too. And but whoever the yeah. guy was, his all his frat buddies were coming to the the game, and they were like, "Hey, you want some tickets?" And we were right behind home plate. It was awesome. Yeah, yeah with all his frat buddies, and uh, it was very cool. But reminded me, like you know, Al Horoboski came in that night, and it was just like my dad knew I freaking loved him, the man Hungarian. <laughs> That's an awesome one, Jimmy. <laughs> I figured I had to pull a surprise on him. All right, I'm not going to give the very obvious, but I'm going to give one. I don't know if this guy played in the Super Bowl or not. I think he might have in uh, 85. Sam the Bam Cunningham, was he on the Patriots then? No. No, he, he wasn't. Was no, he was more 70s. As a matter of fact, when he played for the Patriots, he was number 44. But when he played for Bama, he was 39. Oh, damn it. All right. Yeah. All right, way to call me out. Oh, sorry. I get a do-over then. I get another Super Bowl guy, but I'm not going to do the obvious. Willie Parker for the Steelers. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it's number 39. I'll, I'll, stay in, I'll stay in Pittsburgh. I'll go with the Cobra, Dave Parker. Dave Parker. Holy shit. How did I miss him? I didn't have him on my list. I love, you know, he was one of my favorite ball players. Have you seen the one uh, special on the baseball network, Cobra in the Twilight? No. No, you told me about that. It's nice. It's good. Yeah, because he was coming up. And he was going to take um, Roberto Clemente's spot. His spot, yeah. And then, you know, that I guess that year, right, is when Clemente dies. Yeah. 
Right. Damn. I love that guy. Um, so when he played for the Yankees, Daryl Strawberry wore number 39. Yeah, I was going to mention him. Yeah. Well, well, I'll stay with the Yankees, but uh, when he played for the Phillies, Sparky Lyle wore number 39. There you go. That's a good one. I'm, we, none, neither of us have said the obvious. We're going to keep waiting on it. Here's a good one. Um, Roy Campanella, Brooklyn Dodgers, wore number 39. Yep. Roy Cam- yes, well, I guess he played for L.A. too, right? Yep, played for L.A. He was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with uh, a pitcher from the Angels, Mike Witt. Mike Witt. Nice. Yeah, nice. Mid-80s. Very good pitcher. Uh, for the uh, St. Louis Rams, Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, yep. Very yep. good. Where is he? Oregon State, right? Out of Oregon State? I think he was Oregon State, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll go with a guy who ended up on the Phillies, but when he was on, he didn't wear the 39 on the Phillies, but Mike Kruko when he was on a Giants. Okay. 39. Yep. Uh, here's a great Philly. Well, pretty good Philly. Had a little running up in Fenway Park with, uh, <laughs> but Brett Myers, you know, had the perfect season in 2008. Yeah, yep. I kept wait. I just was like, oh my god, he's gonna blow a save. He's gonna I just like, and he just kept going, kept going, all the way through the World Series. But Brett Myers, number 39. Brett Myers. Uh, I'll stick with the Red Sox and go Mike Greenwald. Mmm. Gator. Nice. Oh man, we pulled out a lot of 39s. Okay. This is a funny one. You're not going to believe this. But he was also an assistant coach for the Chicago Cubs and wore number 39. Last week I mentioned him as 38 for the Red Sox. But Dick Pohl was also an assistant for the Cubs and wore number 39. I I, I only wish that this guy wore a bunch of numbers so we can mention him every week. (laughs) Dick Pohl. Hey, you got got to mention Dick Pohl. (laughs) Exactly. I'm only hoping he wore 40 at one point so we can mention him next week. <laughs> Good old Dick. Dick Pohl. Dick Pohl. Okay, uh, I'll go with the Penn State guy, Curtis Enos. Nobody Curtis Enos, yes. Didn't have a great uh, career with the uh, Bears. but yeah, Kind of fizzled out. He yeah. blew his nut at Penn State. All right, here was a guy that the Eagles had for one year under... Um, uh, what's the guy? Uh, Chip. Chip had this guy, Byron Marshall, who was a great... Yeah, he was number 39. We had him for one year. Wow. Suck. Traded him down to Miami. Okay. Oh, we got... Okay. I forget who we got back. But, yeah, he, we. I think we signed him as a free agent from the Seahawks. You know, the Legion okay. of Duke, Boom or whatever the hell they were. And, and right. he just sucked as an eagle. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that's all I got except their obvious one from the Dolphins. Yes, the Super Bowl. Was he the MVP that year? He was the MVP one of the two years. Uh, yeah, I think the one against the Vikings because he just ran all over them. He was amazing. Larry Zonka. Yeah, he was number one on my list, and I was like, oh, I'll just wait, we'll wait, wait, wait. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, though. Probably the greatest known 39. Everything you looked up, it was he was first. So. Yeah. But yeah. There we go. All right, so Super Bowl today, and um, I got a lot of things around the Super Bowl. Um, okay. The first thing I wanted to, you know, I, are you in a block pool today? No. Yeah, me neither. Okay. You know, it's like usually you find those at the bars or whatever, people run on Yeah, or... we usually get one at the, this bar downtown at Mason's Crossing, but it's been closed. Oh, Mason's Crossing? 
Yeah. Mace Thompson. I used to work with his, uh, the guy, Mace Thompson. I, I know right where that is, right near the art museum, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I used to work with the guy Al Thompson, who was uh, Mace's oh. nephew. And, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so it was cool. I was actually only in that bar one time. but Good bar. Cool. It's like really tiny, yeah. right on the parkway. Good neighborhood feel. It's a nice bar. I hate to tell you the time I was in there, but it's a funny story. I was in the bar because this guy had connections and all through the industry. And um, true story. I'm in this bar. We go out. It's Hands Across America. Do you remember when they did that thing, Hands Across America? They were raising money. It was like, you know, after the whole USA for Africa, you know, we are the world, all that stuff. So they did this. Dude, I run out into the street and... uh, it's me, seriously, Kevin Bacon, and I can't remember the singer. And that's who I'm holding hands with, Jimmy, right out of that bar. And then Kevin Bacon was the coolest guy. By the way, he's like five foot four. He's short as shit. And he's just, uh, what the hell was her name? She had that song, Ashina Easton. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Strut or something like that. And she had that song. Yeah. Anyway, but... You know, I'm doing this Hands Across America thing, and then and he comes out, and then he invites us up. It was like him and his brother. He had, like, some brother, and he invites us up. and this, band. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know, and it was like right there, there was like this uh, apartment building or whatever, and they, were, they, they invited us up to go to this party, and it was just weird. I got on the elevator with him, and it was so weird, Jimmy. You know, it was me, this guy, Al Thompson, that I worked with. And uh, I was just like, it was very weird. And I just like, no, this just is uncomfortable for me. I'm not, you know what I mean? It just didn't feel right, you know? Yeah, he's a Philly guy. His father was a city developer. He was a big, yes. big guy in the Philly. Yeah. His dad. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a, but so when you were talking black poles, though, um, I was thinking about the time up in Boston, you and I, huh. going to the, uh, the Celtics game, playing the Pistons. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. And I don't know why, but you put the Orlando in every block. In the block. Oh, well, because uh, Orlando Woodridge played for the Pistons that year. And we were cheering against the Pistons, and I was like, yeah, I'll just put Orlando. And then near the end of the game, you hear, some dude named Orlando is about to win. We're like, what? Yeah, and it was something to do with, like, the Red- I think it was the Redskins-Bills. And I don't remember, I but I just remember that guy being so upset. Like, I think the Redskins end up kicking a field goal, which lets us win it. And so we win the fourth quarter and the game. Yeah. <laughs> Paid for a whole trip up there. <laughs> he was like so mad. He's like, you're like, get mad with me. I'm like, dude, I'm not the coach. What are you getting mad with me for? Yeah, we were in the kitchen. I remember that. Uh, that was a good time. I always think about that in the Super Bowl block pole. Orlando! <laughs> we were just so obnoxious. <laughs> oh, my God. That was a good time. Uh, all right, so let's see. Um, so let's do some prop bets. Okay. So the first prop bet is pregame tailgate show props. All right, not mo- not many of these, only three. But the first one is: Will Miley Cyrus Nabel be seen? <laughs> <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> no then, I, I don't think so. I, I think they uh, after the whole Janet Jackson thing, they're 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 on top of everything. I don't know. It's Miley Cyrus. It's not during the game, so it's pregame. And then the other one was, will Miley Cyrus show side boob? <laughs> yes. 
I was thinking she'd show under boob. <laughs> She'll show most of the boob except mouth and nipple. They'll be all over that. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. She's Especially kinda... her. They probably kind of know that she's up to something. Oh, doubt. Uh, definitely. Um, okay. So the next one leads us to what everyone always um, bets about, but the um, national anthem. So the big one here with the national anthem all the time is: Will it be two minutes or not? Who's singing? So it's uh, Eric Church and uh, somebody named what's her name? Jan. Oh, duet. It kind of is. He's like a guitar country guy, Jasmine Sullivan. It'll be it'll be over two minutes because they're going to try to drag it out and show each other up. I think so. And so the funny thing about that is on uh, I, I saw on Instagram last night, some guy, they were warming up and practicing outside the stadium. Some guy was across the street from the stadium holding his phone up and he timed it and it went out to 2.05. <laughs> I'm like, freaking genius. Because you can bet this shit. This is all legal stuff you can bet. And then they, uh, so the length of Brave, is it over five and a half seconds or under five and a half seconds? When they say, home of the Brave. Over five seconds. <laughs> over five. Will Jasmine Sullivan show cleavage? <laughs> I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I hope too. <laughs> I'm betting yes. <laughs> yes, okay, let's do it. <laughs> I mean, it's Tampa, it's hot, it gets a little crazy down there. Well, any player kneel on the sideline during the anthem? My bet is yes. no. You say yes? I say yes. Yeah, I think no. Because I think during the playoffs, Tampa Bay's been staying in the locker room. Uh, who is it? Tampa Bay in the I say yes. Yeah. All right. Bomber. Um, which coach will be shown first during the national anthem? Andy Reid or Bruce Arians? Andy Reid. Yeah. I, I He's think bigger. So. They, they got to show him. It's like showing a blimp showing him. <laughs> yeah. Which player will be shown first? Patrick Mahomes? Who? Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. All right, so will the coin toss. We're almost getting to the game, Jimmy. Heads or tails, what's it going to be? Uh, I'll go heads. Heads. I'm going heads. I always choose heads. Um, now, I, I guess the Chiefs are the away team, so... I don't know how. I guess it, it always switches every year, even though it's in Tampa. Uh, will the Chiefs call coin costs correctly? Will the Chiefs call the coin to, uh Yeah, and they're and they defer. <laughs> That's what I'm best. Will they defer? Uh, okay. I always, I always would defer if I won. I always wanted to go on defense. Though. Oh yeah, me too. Me too. Absolutely. Just go in there and just wake it up. You know. Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, Will the Chiefs call heads or tails? Yeah, they'll call heads. All right, sticking with that heads all the way through. I'm going to keep track of this, Jamie, during the game. Let's right. see if you're right. All right, will the total points in the game be odd or even number at the end? Combined. Uh, I'll go even. Even. All right. 31-33. <laughs> it's an even number. All right. Um, Chiefs total points. Are they over or under 30? Over. Damn. Over. Damn. Bucks total points. Over or under 26.5? Over. Damn. Who do you got winning? 
I, I'd say the Chiefs. Do you? If it's a high-scoring high game, I'd I go with the Chiefs. Yeah, I, um, boy, I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, it's like, oh, shit, I just cut myself. Um, I think in the Bucks defense, if they can, uh, if they can get to Mahomes, like, I don't know if Mahomes, now he's had three weeks since that concussion and all that stuff. If Mahomes has his legs and he's together, you know, and that speed of them, they'll win. Mm-hmm. But, uh, if that Bucks, man, if that, that defense, that defensive line has gotten healthy. You see, now I cut my freaking lip on the freaking pen. Um, if the, um, yeah, if the Bucks defense has gotten healthy, that via whatever his name is, via vote, whatever, yeah. he's back. Man, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, all right, first offensive play, is it a rush or a pass? Pass, it's Andy Reid. Andy mm-hmm. Reid and, and Arians, they both throw the ball. Both, yeah. So the first score is it Kansas City passing TD, Tampa Bay passing TD, Kansas City field goal, Tampa Bay field goal, Kansas City rushing TD, Tampa Bay rushing TV, or a defensive TD for either team. Kansas City passing. Kansas City passing. All right. I think so, too. I actually think... I don't know. So that answers the next one. Will the first score be a touchdown? You say yes. I say yes. Um, skipping over those. All right, result of the first punt of the game. Clearly caught, touchback, ball hits ground, out of bounds in the air, uh, or blocked or tipped. Uh, Cleanly caught for a fair catch. Yeah, I think so too. Jersey number of player who scores first first touchdown, is it going to be an odd number or an even number? Odd number. It's going to be 87. Chelsea. Ah, nice. (laughs) I say it's a uh, even number. I'm going to go with uh, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, yeah. Well, watch out for number 17. Well, we can't think of his name, but he's good. Oh, yeah, uh, Hardman. McCall Hardman. Yeah, he is good. He's fast. And then you got uh, 14, Chris Godwin. Oh, Godwin on the Bucks. Yeah, yeah. Penn Stater. And then yeah. uh, Evans, I think he's an odd number, right? 83 or something like that. And Gronk. Yeah, what's his number? For the, for the 13 or, or something. He's 13, yeah. 13, yeah. And then Gronk, he's... Is Gronk 87 as well? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, first turnover of the game. Interception, fumble, or no turnovers in the game? Uh, I say a fumble. I say interception. Jay North. Uh, all right. Will the Chiefs score on their first drive? Yes. Will the Bucks score on their first drive? No. No. Ouch. All right. Longest field goal, over or under 47 and a half yards? Over. Really? It's going to be over and it's going to be right near the half. Oh, nice. Longest touchdown, over 45 and a half yards or under? Ooh. Uh, with the Chiefs, I got to say over. Yeah, I do too. I see a nice big touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it could start off as like a little screen, but the way those guys run. Oh, yeah. Team to score last. 
Chiefs or the Bucks? Chiefs. Hmm. No, forget about a TD at the end. You're calling for a close game. Hey, here's a here's an obscure one. Will a player be ejected from the game? <laughs> if it was college, I'd say yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I say no. I say no. That's like overwhelming odds of no. Um. All right. Team to use the first coach's challenge. Chiefs or Bucks? Uh, it's even I'd odds. I'd take the Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, I can see Andy Reid just throwing that hanky out. And him, like, blowing it and picking the wrong thing. So that's the next one. <laughs> Is it overturned or do the call stands? It's over. No, it's call a stand. He'll fuck it. Total points scored in the game, 50 to 56. 43 to 49, 57 to 63, 78 points or more, 64 to 70. I'd say somewhere in the 60s. So 57 to 63 or 64 to 70? Uh, I'd say 64 to 70. Damn. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it's going to be like 34 to 30. Wow. That's good. I could see that. All right, here's one. Will the Chiefs score in both halves? Chiefs score in both halves? Yes. Will the Chiefs score in every quarter? Yes. Will the Bucks score in both halves? Yes. Will the Bucks score in every quarter? No. No. All right. Winning margin. Kansas City by 1-6. to six, Tampa Bay by 1-6. to six. Kansas City 1-6. All right. Yeah, I don't think it's... You know, you could go higher, 7 to 12, 13 to 18, whatever. But I agree with you there. All right, temperature kickoff. Over 70 degrees or under 70 degrees? What is it? Was it, was it down there right now? I don't know. It's probably, you know, it's probably in the 70s. Probably like 72. And the game starts, what, 6 down there? Yeah. I'd say it's going to be it's under 70. Yeah, I think probably so, too. Probably like 65. Yeah, it's even odds. The odds are even. Total times the chains are brought out for measurement, uh, over or under one and a half? Under. I say under, too. I don't think they really bring them out that much. Yeah. Will either team score 40-plus points? Mm. (laughs) No. I don't think so, either. All right. Not many more. Um, Will the team that scores first win? Yes. Yeah, I think so too. Um, first missed field goal. Wide left, wide right, short. Hits left upright, hits right upright, hits crossbar. <laughs> Is Florida State playing? Yeah, right. Um, I'd say wide left. Wide left. I'm going wide right. Okay. and Will there be a kick return for a touchdown? No. I don't know. Kansas, Kansas City's got some. Yeah, they got There's, fast guys, but I mean, I, I think they've planned for this. Any punt return for a touchdown? No. No. Will there be a safety? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Will there be an onside kick? Yes. Wow. That's a that's a good one. All right, we're we're getting down here, getting down. I got all these. I'm telling you, I printed out 53 pages of these prop bets. My God, we should ask Dougie on this episode. 
I thought about it. I was like, this is right up Doug's alley, you know? Uh, he would, he'd be all over this shit. Well, Patrick Mahomes throw an interception. Yes. Brady. Yes. Will Patrick Mahomes throw over 329 yards? Yes, he will. And so will Brady. Okay. Brady was over 301. So. I'll take him over 301. All right. I only got a couple more pages left, I think. Patrick Mahomes rushing yards. Over 19 and a half. Yes. Yeah? Yep. Right. 19 and a half, yeah. Travis Kelsey, over 100 yards receiving. Yes. Wow. Tyreek Hill, over 90. Yes. Mike Evans, over 63 and a half. Yes. Yeah, he's been going long to him. You notice that? Mm-hmm. Gronkowski, over 30. Oh, yeah, he'll be over 30. I think so, too, man. I think that's a slam dunk. I can't believe he. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't been playing much. All right, who scores the first touchdown? You already said that, right? Travis Kelsey. I said Kelsey, yeah. Yeah, that's he's the highest odds. Him and Tyreek Hill, ironically, are both. Yeah. So, J and N. All right. Getting down to the end here, man. So, this is, this is some fun ones. Which will be higher, Tom Brady pass completions or Nick's total first quarter points versus Heat today? Who? The Knicks. Yep. Who the next play? The Heat. And what was the question again? Brady's what? Which will be higher, his pass completions or the Knicks' okay. total first quarter points versus the Heat today? <laughs> I'll go with Brady's completion. <laughs> That's a good one. Which will be higher, Patrick T- Patrick Mahomes' TD passes today or Alex... Alexander Ovechkin's total shots on goal today. And what was up? Uh, Mahomes as what? TD passes. Or hit, or uh, uh, Ovechkin's uh, shots on goal. And who are the Capitals playing? I don't know. I'll take Ovechkin. will shoot more than his TD. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He, he probably averages like four or five shots. So. Okay. Which will be higher, Patrick Mahomes' rushing yards or DeAndre Eaton's rebounds and blocks versus the Celtics today? Oh, uh, Mahomes is uh, rushing yards. All right. He'll get like 25 or 30. Which will be higher, Patrick Mahomes' total time sacked or the number of NBA triple doubles today? Triple doubles. Oh, God. I'd say uh, triple doubles kind of tough, and they don't do that that often anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll go with the, his sacks. It's the highest odds. Which will be higher, Leonard Fournette's rushing yards or Hornets' first half total points versus the Trailblazers today? Uh, Fournette will rush for more. Yeah. He'll get over. Yeah, he'll get over fifty or sixty. All right, we only got a couple more here. Uh, which will be higher, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire's rushing yards or Super Bowl 55 winning quarterback age? <laughs> well, then you only either got to get 25 or 43, right? Right. And who's, what's, what's the running back's name? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Who's he running? Kansas City. He's their starting running back. He was injured. He, he came back last game. So, 
I'll I'll go with his rushing yards. Yeah, he'll me too. Than, I, I think he'll get more than twenty five. I, I think the Chiefs are going Which will be higher, Mike Evans receptions or total NHL teams to score four more goals today? Mike Evans receptions or teams who score four or more? It's even uh, odds. I'll go with. Uh, I'll go with uh, NH- NHL teams with four more goals. All right. Let me see. How many more do I got here? This might be our last. Oh, dude. How many goals? No, we got, only got two more. Well, actually, I got four more. You ready? Mike Evans receiving yards or the lowest round at the Waste Management Phoenix Open today? I'll go with Mike Evans is receiving yards. Yeah, because it's funny. Um, what uh, the guy shot a sixty-three yesterday. Uh, all right. Which will be higher: total points scored in this Super Bowl, Super Bowl Fifty-Five, or total points scored in Super Bowl Fifty-Two, the one the Eagles won? And that was what forty-one thirty-three. Forty-one thirty-three, yeah. Uh, Seventy-four boy. points. I, I'll go. I'll go with this one. It's going to be higher. Really? I'll stick with the Eagles' highest. Scoring, I, I can't. Well, yeah, I think it's going to be right around there. All right. Um, color of liquid poured on the winning coach: orange, red, pink, yellow, green, lime, purple, clear, or blue? Uh, yellow. I'm going orange. Okay. They seem to like that orange. Who's the Super Bowl MVP? Mahomes. Holmes, he's highest odds. All right. Who will the MVP refer to in the speech first? Uh, his teammates, God, religion, USA, winning city, family, coaches, or team owner? Teammates. Yeah, I think so, too. All right, in his pre post-game speech, total times... Difficult is said by Roger Goodell during his post-game presentation. Oh, Christ. Is there an over and under? or is it Yeah, over and under one. <laughs> oh, it'll be over one. Yeah. Yep. He's going to stay from one to time. As he is. Uh, this year is difficult. Blah, blah, difficult. <sighs> All right. Um, no, I'm not going to do that one. What will be said first by Tony Romo? Read, penetration, blitz, A-gap, or trick play? Read. He's got to read the D-bit. Yeah. I told you there was a lot of these. These are good, though. What will be said first, COVID or pandemic? <laughs> By the broadcast team. COVID. What will be said first, masks or coronavirus? Coronavirus. What would be mentioned first? Tom Brady's age or Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl? His age. His age. All right. How many times will Bill Belichick be said? <laughs> the over-under is yeah. one. What's that? The over-under is one. Oh, over. Yeah? All right. I think so, too. You know, Coach Belichick, Coach Belichick. 
All right, who will be shown first after kickoff? Bruce Arians or Andy Reid? Andy Reid. And that's it. That's our prop bets. Wow. <laughs> Should be fun. Should be a fun Super Bowl. But that's a lot of prop bets. That is. I don't know. Um, so I didn't. I did not um, prepare a Marianne or Ginger this week. But I did better. I did you one better. Okay. Did you bring her? Yeah, right. <laughs> I've got a field of 16 NFL cheerleaders for our Super Bowl. Ooh. Cheerleader squads. What's that? The cheerleader squads. Okay. So our one seeds are the Rams, in particular, 1978 Rams. Do you remember where they were? Those controversial cutout in the... <laughs> Do you remember those unis? Um, the Raiderettes. Oh, there's your favorite. Cowboys. Oh. And then uh, the Chargers. Chargers. Okay. That's your All right, you're all good. Yeah. So those are our four top seeds. Um, okay. So the first one, the Rams take on the Hogs or the Hogettes. <laughs> Rams. Rams. I was going to have visuals for you, too, but if we were in person. I don't, I don't get it. You just said it to Hogs. <laughs> um, this one's pretty good. I mean, the Panthers and the Saints, they both, you know, down south got. I'll go with the Saints. Okay. That's an 8-9 seed. Okay. Well, whatever. You know what I mean. Um, this is a tough one. The Raiders got, even though they're one seed, they got the Bronco gals. Raiders. With those cowboy boots and all. Now, the Broncos uniforms are better for the girls because they've got those chests. Oh, yeah. But the Raiders are answer. Yeah. You know. It's a little AFC East battle here. The Dolphins cheerleaders or the Patriots cheerleaders? Got to go down south, man. I'll go with the Dolphins. Yeah, both strong, though. Uh, now we go down to this block. Cowboys cheerleaders or the Seahawks gals? Uh, I will go with uh, who the cow Cowboys. Yeah. I still have their uh, locker room phone number. Ever tell you the story with Jeff? Yeah. So we were in there. We did the tour of the new stadium down there, Jerry's World, whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, AT and T Stadium. I don't even know what they call it these days. But uh, we go into the Cowboys locker room, and Jeff and this other guy Tim pick up the number, and they're like, Norm. What's your number? And I give them my number, and they call my phone. And I'm like, they're like, all right, now put it into your phone. So I had the caller ID, picked up the phone number in the Cowboys locker room. Then the next part of the tour, we're in the cheerleaders locker room. They do the same thing over again. <laughs> so I had both. Mark. Yeah. Um, this one's a tough one for me. Uh, the Buccaneers and the Titans. I've been in person for both. So. Uh, I don't. I, I can't think of uh, the Titans off the top of my head, so I'll go with the Buccaneers. Very close to the Raiderettes. Oh, really? I'd have to go with the Titans there, but Bucks. I had a girl work for me in uh, in Philly, and her sister was a Buccaneers cheerleader. Um, I put the Eagles on here. The Eagles got some until what a year or so ago, where they decided to put the dude on the team. But uh, the Eagles and the Texans cheerleaders. Uh, just for that reason alone, I'm going with the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> Years ago, I had Luke. We went to uh, a preseason scrimmage. 
And uh, he got his picture taken with three of the Eagles cheerleaders. They didn't have a guy back there. Um, Chargers or the Cincy Bengals? I'll go with the Chargers. Again, got to go with those California girls. Did you ever see the, the video of the guy? He was like the security guy. It was like two years ago. And he's on the sidelines. It was back when they were playing at that soccer stadium when San Diego was like without a home. And he's sitting there and he literally, they're showing him whacking it in his pants. Like, dude, they had, they're like, oh my God. And they, like they had the, it, it went viral. The video of the guy, the poor guy. Oh my God. They fired him and everything. But you just see his pants like just moving. It's like, oh my God. He was tugging it, man. Oh boy. All right, here we go. So, uh, second round, Rams and the Saints. Rams. Rams. You're going Cali. Chargers and the Texans. Chargers. Chargers. Just because the guys, if, if they're causing some dude to whack it, <laughs> they got to be smoking hot. <laughs> Raiderettes and the Dolphins. Raiderettes. Yeah, I got to go with the Raiderettes. Come uh, on. They got a tough, they got a tough, uh, Bracket there, they come out of that thing strong. Cowboys versus the Bucks. Cowgirls, cowgirls got they tradition boy. Woo. They made a movie about those girls. Yeah, good point. Good point. All right, here we go. Semifinals: Rams versus the Chargers. Gotta go with the Rams again. Rams girls make it to the championship. Cowboys and the Raiderettes. Did they ever face each other in the Super Bowl? No. I don't think so. Crazy. No, they did not. Crazy because they were both so uh, good in the 70s, you know? They were both so good, but, I mean, the Raiders had to go through the Dolphins and the Steelers. Yeah. Uh, I'll have to, unfortunately, go with the cow, Cowgirl. Unacceptable. <laughs> Do well, I have to bring out my calendar, dude? <laughs> with all the autographs from the Raider Red Girls? <laughs> well, you, when you, you left the bar smart. early? <laughs> you, you were smart enough to whack it in, in private. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, I'll give you the Cowboys. They're, they're beautiful. All right, just so you know, Cowboys were eliminated in my, but that's okay. So Rams and the Cowboys, who's winning it for you? I'll go with the Rams. Rams cheerleaders. Are you thinking about that 19, what was it, 1980 Rams? Well, you know, when I think of L.A. and cheerleaders, I think the USC cheerleaders. Because whenever I used to go to a USC game, the show would stop when them chicks would come running over. Like, good, look at these girls. They were drop dead beautiful. See if I can pull this one up for you. Remember those unis? Oh. <laughs> and that's why they won. And that's why they won, Jimmy. For me. <laughs> for me. But I mean, you met the, you met the Raiderettes. They were beautiful. Girls. Oh yeah, nice girls too. Yeah. There's somebody famous that was a Raiderette cheerleader, right? Uh, I know there was a famous Laker girl, what's her name, that uh, Paula Abdul. Oh, right, yeah. She was a Laker girl. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm sure there probably was someone who did something. Yeah. So, uh, let's do some news this week. Not much, but Liam Spinks died. It's not Super Bowl worthy, but, you know, mm -hmm. did beat Muhammad Ali. That was a big deal. When... Leon died? I didn't hear that one. Yeah, Leon Spinks died, uh, I think, two days ago. Okay. Screech died this week. I saw that. <laughs> you knew Screech died, but you didn't know Leon Spinks. <laughs> well, no, I didn't hear about Spinks, but I did hear about that famous actor, uh, what's his name, Bummer? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He died. Yeah, he was old. Uh, yeah, I didn't know Spinks died. He was, a, he was a gold medalist in 76. 
Him and his brother. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think uh, Michael was definitely better. And then Michael ended up going up to be a heavyweight, you know? And he was a champ for a little bit. He was. And then I think Larry Holmes beat him, right? No, no, he beat Larry Holmes twice. Oh, he did. But And, and the yeah. sec- I know the second one was very controversial. Yeah. I thought Holmes won that one. Eastern and Assassin. Then he, got, then he got bombed by Tyson in like 90 seconds. I remember that, yeah. Yep. Um, and then the, well, leading up to the Super Bowl, Britt Reed, did you see that? Got in that car accident? Andy Reed's son, so. Yeah. You know, the one thing I said all year long to you was that I felt like the away team had the advantage, and in this Super Bowl, with Tampa Bay being home for two straight weeks, and all those distractions of the Super Bowl and everything, it should be interesting to see what happens. Kansas City stayed home too, though. You know, mm-hmm. and then you have this distraction now, and that's got to be a distraction to Andy Reid. I don't care what you say. The kid is he? Did he die? I don't know if that kid died yet. Right? You heard what happened, right? No. So he there was a car that I don't know broke down or something on the side of the road, and then a family came to help him out. The other part of the family, and Andy Reid's son Britt came off the ramp and hit into both the cars. And there's a four-year-old and a five-year-old. The five-year-old's in critical condition on life support right now. And uh, apparently he was under the influence, they say. Uh, Oh, boy. We'll see, you know. I mean, you know, to what level was he under the influence? I'm not sure, you know. But, um, yeah, so that's that. So then the Hall of Fame last night, the inductees were announced. Did you see that? I, I read about some of them uh, today, and I'm glad to see you know a few of them, uh, especially Yoto guys like Tom Flores. Tom Flores, that's great news, isn't it? Yeah, I mean he had a great winning percentage, won two Super Bowls, yep. did it with two different programs. He actually won a Super Bowl as a player, a backup. But yeah, it was great to see he won it. Yeah, and that, that was great. Um, yeah, so and he just had a commercial with him about that. You know, yeah. making fun of like, hey, you're not in the Hall of Fame yet. And then he here he goes in, you know. But there were some big ones, you know, with Peyton Manning, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Those three are big. Uh, Drew yeah. Pearson, you know, had a great career. He's a Hall of Famer yeah. now. I, to be honest with you, I, I can't believe he hadn't been in before. I was shocked. Was very yeah, I was kind of shocked he wasn't in. Uh, another uh, old uh, longtime cowboy, uh, Cliff Harris, if you remember him, 43. Yeah. He was a strong safety. I can't believe he wasn't in. He had a very good career. Yeah. John Lynch made it. John Lynch, yeah, he's a good ball player. Uh, Alan Fanick, a Steelers lineman, and then a Steelers uh, scout, uh, Bill Nunn, I yeah. guess. Bill Nunn, who used to recruit all the uh, historically black colleges, and he brought, he's the one who discovered John Stallworth. Uh, no kidding. So that's how um, yeah. uh, the guy, it was the NBC announcer, because he was signed by the Steelers. He was brought in, they, and they didn't want him to play quarterback. That was the whole controversy. Uh, what's the guy's name? I might won the Super Bowl with the Colts. Used to be Buccaneers coach. Oh, t- uh, Dungy. Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Tony Dungy. Yeah, I read his book. It was very good. Um, yeah. But he was a little bit scorned that he got drafted by the Steelers, but they didn't want him as a quarterback. You know, quarterback. Yeah, he he played a quarterback at Minnesota. Right. Yeah. And he became a D back, and you know, it was that time. You know, in the seventies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then he went on to coach, and then he idolized uh, Tom Flores because Tom Flores was the first non-white guy to win a Super Bowl. He was a Hispanic, you know. So, that was yep. cool. Um, so here we go, the uh, bro code for this week. 
Article 16. A bro should be able to recite the current Super Bowl champion at any time. Current? Yeah, that's a Chiefs. Yeah, it's a Chiefs. It's easy, right? I mean, but a bro will know that. And he will also know the playmate of the year, but there's no more playboy playmates. Whatever. <laughs> that was the other bro code part of that. Uh, so the Eagles might be trading Carson Wentz. I see that, yeah. What the hell, man? It's come to it. I don't know. You know, maybe it's time for him to go. I mean, he's so unhappy here. They just gave him a gigantic contract, and he's, he's unhappy, and he got benched, and he should have got benched, and he's crying about it. It's like, dude, you, you just got paid by a, 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 an organization, a and you're crying. You know, man up and freaking win the position back. I think the Eagles are in a bad spot with this, though. You know, um, because he he's made it known that he wants out. They're letting everyone know they're open to trading him. And when when you have that, it's like you lose that bargaining chip, you know. Yeah. I think I don't know. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But with yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they might be in a bad spot, but you know, enough's enough with this guy. I mean, what else do you have to do? Yeah. You know, you're the starter. You got a big contract. Why are you crying? You had a lousy year. You know, fix what needs to be broken and come back. He doesn't want to talk to anybody. He doesn't come out and say anything. I just think, uh, you know, for the Eagles, the value couldn't be any lower at this point. Huge contract. Coming off one of the historically worst years a quarterback's ever had in the NFL. It's like, man, you know, it's, what I don't know. It's bad, you know. What are you going to get for him? That's it. You know, it's like they're talking about a, a back end first rounder. Okay, take it, right? Take it. If they're gonna cut your losses and take it. Too, yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, we've already paid them the bonus, so uh, you're in cap hell. See yeah. ya. You know, yeah. and hey, what the hell? Bring Foles back. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Bring Foles back. Well, maybe not because Foles was good in, in the other system. You know. Right. So. Well, one of the teams looking at uh, him is, is the, the Bears. They are, yeah. So the, maybe they'll be back together. Throw Falls back. I mean, God, big dig Nick back in Philly. would be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we love him. Uh, Sixers bounced back, beat the Nets last night. But the Nets yeah. did not have Durant or uh, Kyrie. So, you know, they had Harden. Harden, they, my God, Eagles defense shut him down. But you don't have anybody else to... You don't have the big two to worry about, the other two, you know? Yeah. So. Well, most of the time when you're playing against Harden, it's one on five anyway because he ain't fast. Which, you know, the more he plays without Kyrie and Durant, the more you're going to see that, right? Now, Durant and him have played together in the past, so, I, you know, they'll know. But I can't imagine him and Kyrie meshing. You know, no. I think they've only played a handful of games, a couple of games maybe together. Yeah. At this point, they kind of they play the same type of game where they're bringing it up, they're handling it, and they're distributing or supposed to issue. Yeah. All right, we're to the uh, Would You Rather Super Bowl edition. Okay. I made up a Super Bowl edition. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather see the Cowboys win the next five Super Bowls? Oh uh, no. Or never be able to watch any football game ever again. Uh, I don't think I want to watch another game again if the Cowboys win five in a row. Because then you got to deal with their loudmouth, ugly fans. I don't want to see them ever win it again. It's like the damn Yankees fans, you know. Yeah. That's a tough one for me, Jim. I, I, 
I thought about this one. I even ran it past Sue. And she's like, well, just get the five out of the way. And then, you know, you still got your football. I'm like, yeah, but how many years do I have left in my life? <laughs> I got to deal with that then. Then they win five, and then you hear about it for the next 25 years. I know, right. Yeah, so I think to never be able to watch football again, though, at any level, no college football, nothing. It's a tough one for me. I'll watch soccer. I'll watch soccer. <laughs> Let's go, Chelsea. All right. Would you rather have Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes lead your last drive if you were trailing by one score? This year? Yep. Oh, wow. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's hard to bet against Brady. I'll go with Brady. He's so damn smart. It's like a coach on a field. One, one series, that's it. You know, if you have the whole game, I might go with Mahomes because you can run around and do everything. But if you have one draw, yeah. one draw, He's so goddamn smart, man. I think back to that that Falcon Super Bowl where, I mean, there was four minutes left and they were, and he just, he pulls that shit off. You know, he scores 16 points in four minutes or something like that. And he gets, just knows what to do. He just does, man. He And he instills that confidence in the team in that huddle. And the Patrick yeah. Mahomes, I think, you know, that was one of the questions, by the way. I don't think I even put it in there. Will they say baby goat? During the broadcast today. Oh, they will. No, I hope not. All right, last one. Would you rather be coached by Bill Belichick or Vince Lombardi? Vince Lombardi. Me too. Oh, my God, I love Lombardi. Freaking love him. I mean, just, just the sound of his voice gets you going. Like, oh, Belichick yeah. is very smart, but he's very low-key, and he may push your buttons to get you going, but Vince Lombardi's in your face getting you going. Yeah, and, you know... Belichick's got all the Super Bowls, got all the wins. I don't know. It'd be I don't know how many championships Lombardi won prior to the two Super Bowls. You know, I, I know he won many. He's probably got more championships than Belichick, right? Uh, I think he's got five total. Oh, okay. So then Belichick's the man. Um, but I mean, he did it in fewer years. He did five in like eleven years or something. Right. I would say Belichick's accomplishment is more impressive just because the number of teams, 30 teams, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Florida man. I do have a Super Bowl Florida man story. Oh, of course. They're down here. <laughs> Florida man has been to every Super Bowl. Tom Henschel is getting ready to attend Super Bowl 55. This is a good story. Tom Henschel has spent the past 55 years of his life living every football fan's dream. For more than five decades, the piss- Pittsburgh native hasn't missed going to a single Super Bowl. The tickets to the first game at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum were gifted to him. Uh, Super Bowls two and three cost him twelve dollars. Think about that. It's like nice. so expensive today. Twelve dollars to go to see Joe Willie play and upset the Colts. Yep, yep. At heart, Henschel is a Steelers fan, but that doesn't keep him from rooting for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the city he now calls home for 40 years. And yes, he will be one of the 25,000 fans attending this year's game. So there we go. That's a good Florida man story. That is a good Florida man. It didn't involve any nudity or running around streaking and getting arrested. (laughs) All right, here we go. So our Mount Rushmore that you threw at me yesterday, which I think is awesome. Uh, the Mount Rushmore of Super Bowl moments. And this is okay. tough. This is tough for me. Really tough for okay. me. So, go ahead. 
All right. Um, I'm going to, you know, probably uh, mix some old school and some new, newer stuff. But my top, my first uh, one has to be one of the first Super Bowls I kind of remember watching from beginning to end. Super Bowl Ten, Lynn Swan making all those great catches. Yeah. I mean, I remember, and I think maybe back those those days, the Super Bowl started earlier in the day. Because I remember after the game, we're out in our backyard trying to imitate his catches. Yeah. The one where he's falling down, you know, that's the one. I, that's actually one of the moments I have in here. He's tight roping along the sidelines. I don't know how he, still don't know how he stayed in bounds. Yeah. But that's, that's one. Uh, the next one would be Marcus Allen taking a UB and running through the entire Redskins defense for like 75 yards. And, you know, it's almost like you were playing touch football and no one even really touched him. And he scored a long touchdown. Yeah, it was 70-plus yards. And it's funny, we're both such Raiders fans at heart, right? I mean, we're, we're Eagles fans first, but but it's right. funny. It's like I Marcus Allen runs left, reverses his way, and goes 70 yards against the Redskins. And that's, that's, that's I got that down there, too. But that's a great yeah. one. Um, the next one would probably be Super Bowl twenty three, uh, Montana to Taylor. Oh, I mean, I got that on here too, man. I mean, that Super Bowl came down to the last thirty seconds. That doesn't happen a lot. I no. mean, there's been more since, but that was, I think, like the first one that came down to the last minute. You know, and you know, Joe Cool going down there just picking them apart, boom, 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 boom. Everybody thinks they're going to go to uh, Rice and Bang he hits Taylor, and it's like, as soon as he hit it, it's like it's just a whole stadium. Well, one side is cheering. The other side is like, who was the center then, on that team? On this, the, the uh, he became an Niners. announcer. He was an announcer for. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Uh, what's his first name? I can't think of his first name. Yeah, I, yeah, I think his name is Cross. So he tells a story during that drive, the timeout, right? They call it timeout, and it's like here we are, the biggest play, right before he throws that pass to John Taylor, and he's like, hey. Look, that's John Candy. He's, did you ever hear that story? Right before he looks at John Candy, he's telling all the guys in the huddle, "See John Candy in the stands." John Candy's over there, and they're like, "What? what? Yeah, yeah." I, so I, I, relaxed, Randy, man. Frank Cross. Yeah, that's a great one. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then my fifth one has to be fourth. Uh, uh, the no, the fourth one's the fifth one. The fourth one has to be uh, the Eagles, the Philly, Philly against the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, there they are going toe-to-toe with Belichick, and, you know, it's a fourth-down play, and they know, hey, man, we can't win with field goals. we got to score touchdowns. And they pull that out of their hat, and when they did it, it's like, I mean, I kind of, you know, everybody in Philadelphia is like, man, are we ever going to win this? And that was the first moment I started to think, I think we're going to win this. Because yeah. he's out Belichick and Belichick, and he pulls that out of the hat. Yeah. Like, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, and it's funny because Andy Reid had the lead against Belichick. At halftime, I was sitting there. I was at PJ Willihan's watching that game, and I had a cooler of champagne. I remember I thought we're leading at halftime. I thought we we're going to win it. Same goddamn thing here. And it's like you know, Belichick's never out of the game. Remember, they came back, took the lead on us, even post this Philly Philly. But um, yeah, so I, it was tough for me to do four. Um, I you know I had my top four were all Eagles moments because it was the greatest thing for me ever. Ertz. TD catch, Brandon Graham strip sacking Brady. Uh, them yelling, game is over at the end when he throws the Hail Mary and it drops to the ground, and then the Philly Philly. But if I was going to do four outside of the Eagles, because no matter what, my four greatest moments would be the Eagles, no matter what. Um, oh, yeah. But I will take four outside of the Eagles. 
Um, Montana to Taylor with the Hey John Can- Hey is that John Candy is is one of my favorites. It's just such an incredible Super Bowl and yeah. um, you know the Bengals both played them tight both times. You both know? times, yeah. And the one had the, uh, the Super Bowl sixteen had that goal line moment. Yep. Remember that? Yep, yep. Yeah. So um, that one, and then uh, David Tyree's catch. Eli Manning escapes the sack, comes out of nowhere. You know, I hate the Giants, but my God, that was incredible play by Eli and David Tyree catches it on his helmet. That was a great moment. Uh, not such a great moment. Great for me because I hate the Cowboys, but Jackie Smith dropping that pass. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was thinking about that. I mean, I was thinking about great moments, moments in Super Bowl history that just stick out in your mind. Yeah, like and like you, you you think about it like, and I do remember that one, and I did think about Ty, uh, Tyree as well. Uh, but again, I hate the Giants and I hate the Cowboys. I yeah. don't want to mention those, but you know, there was there there are some moments you just stick out. You know, then you think about the uh, the Bills missing that last second field goal. Yeah, I mean that's a moment that really sticks out. Um, yeah, I mean, I had the Marcus Allen run as well. Um, and then, you know, I also had Bradshaw to Swanee, you know, that long catch. I mean, these are great yeah, moments, as you said. But the last one I'll say is uh, Big Ben throwing to Santanio Holmes in the back of the end zone. Yeah. That was a great Super Bowl. You know, yeah, it's Arizona, right? Yeah, and, you know, Kurt Warner throws that interception right before the half, and that big lineman takes it 98 yards for the touchdown right before the half remember that Harrison right Harrison James Harrison yeah Harrison. and that was a shame you know because god they that was a great Super Bowl and right I think that was in great Super Bowl I think that Super Bowl was in Dallas I think it was at the new stadium and they had all the problems with the seats remember and all that oh yeah 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 but um because you know Pittsburgh fans they travel great um but yeah, that that catch by the pass, like how Big Ben just throws it up there, like right where he throws it at the high point, and Santonio Holmes getting his feet down. My God, incredible! Yeah, great Super yeah. Bowl. So that's all I got, man. Uh, we are at fifty-eight minutes, so it's a good one, a good Super Bowl episode, and uh, it's still coming down out there. Although I just saw my neighbor go by with a snowblower. You know, I think we got about seven inches. What do you think? Okay. Yeah. I'd say so. It's yeah. still coming down. So um, let's. Uh, I'm gonna get out there and move some snow. Continue right. drinking some beers. And uh, hey, yeah. thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim, episode 39 of uh, Super Bowl edition. All right. All right, later, brother. <laughs>